Matthew chapter 2 says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. That's it. That's the reading. Um, I have to say, I heard this read over Christmas time and somebody called them Maggie. And I thought, oh, is it Maggie or is it Magi? I mean, I sometimes maybe, I don't know how you pronounce these things. Maybe, but I've always said it Magi, but maybe it is Maggie going to visit um, Jesus. Or maybe that's a different story. I don't know. Um, Anyway, we'll call them Magi just to save any confusion. Um, Now, as I said, this is often a Christmas reading, and you're probably thinking, we've done Christmas now. Why why is he still talking about that? But if you read it carefully, it says after Jesus was born. And so it's now after Christmas, so I think this is valid, okay? Um, And it's quite likely that this actually happened quite a few years after Jesus was born, maybe when he was an infant or at some point. Um, Not necessarily when all in the nativity scene that we like to portray all in one go. But anyway, by the by, these uh, Magi or Maggie, um, uh, these, these, but they're interesting characters, these, 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 these folk, because they weren't Jewish, they weren't Jews, and they were more than likely Arabs, possibly Persian, possibly Iranian. You know, we have connections with Iran, so uh, it may be that, that, that that's where they came from. Um, and the, the meaning of the word, the, the Magi, is they, they were wise men, and so they were probably into maths, uh, all the stuff we love, um, astronomy, maybe medicine, um, uh, magicians. They were possibly magicians. I mean, yeah. And, and the, so they were quite different to the Jewish acceptable norm and in fact if you go um, uh, there are some Jewish writings from around the, the Jesus time and actually the Magi were, were, were sort of caricatured in quite a negative light because one of the things that they sometimes did was they, um, they communed with the dead and they, they sort of brought people from the dead and it was a bit new age really uh, we would call it so that was a big no-no in the Jewish culture then and now and and um so they weren't really the kind of the your obvious kind of people that you expect to find in this story and actually i think this is a great example uh where actually you remember on christmas day i talked about jesus being born to us not just born to an individual family but he'd be born to us so here's a good example where jesus is born not just to the jewish people whilst he was a jew he's born to the world and, and some of the first people to recognise Jesus was Jesus, the king, the king of the Jews, were people who were just completely foreign, completely not supposed to be there. So anyway, they make this journey to go and find Jesus. And it's quite a long journey. If you get a map out, you find where Persia is, where sort of Iran is, and you see where Israel is, and bearing in mind there was no planes, motorways, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, it's quite a journey. And um, we've watched, actually, I don't know if anyone's into this, but we're we're trying to find things that we do as a family. One of the things we do like doing as a family is watching SAS Selection on Channel 4. Of course, why? what else would you watch as the pastor's family? Yeah, so um, if you haven't seen the show, it's where you get some average people and you put them through a sort of basic SAS induction 
training thing, which is brutal. And they often do it in the desert. So they're out in the heat and it's like 40 degrees continually. And it made me think of this story because I'm just imagining that, not that you've got a sergeant shouting at you all the time, but you know, you've got, it's quite a journey through the desert. There would have been no doubt great sights along the way, but also great difficulties. I mean, we just imagine them just plodding along on their camel as if that's just an easy thing. I mean, even just riding a horse, if anyone has read it. I, I've done several, no, several, a couple of horse rides, exactly now, my kids are laughing, a couple of horse rides. It's not necessarily an easy thing if you don't know what you're doing just to sit in the back, even just that. I'm used to a bike saddle this big, but this horse is saddle like this, and my, I don't know. So just sitting on a camel across the desert, it's not necessarily easy. There, there would have been difficulties, there would have been things that they would have, they'd been probably bandits along the way, all kinds of things. You know, so they set off and they make this difficult journey. And no doubt they would have also had experiences where they would have had to get along together, maybe fallen out along the way, the, 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 however many of these wise men. But that's what pilgrimages are like. You know, you know so it's a journey and, and you encounter things and there are things you have to overcome and there are things that are, are amazing highs and amazing lows and arguments and amazing times of getting together and bonding. Um, so that's, that's the journey they were on. And I, I wonder, knowing, they would have known some of that when they left. I wonder what their thoughts were when they left where they came from to, to go following a star. I mean, that in itself is a bit, maybe that's what people did in those days, but um, there you go. But I, I would imagine there was an amount of excitement, fear, I mean, some of us would have been more excited, some of us been more fearful. There would have been sort of uncertainty, but there would have been a hope, um, anticipation, trepidation, all those kind of things. Are you imagining that? I mean, sometimes just the idea of getting on the M25 fills us with fear. Yeah. You know, oh, I've got to get round to Staines on the M25. It's like, you know, that, that in itself. So these guys, I'm sure they had some feelings. And, and I wonder if we were to compare those feelings, those thoughts, to, to how we might think of the year ahead. For us now, at the beginning of the year, um, it's not quite the same journey, but we've got a year ahead of us. We've had a year behind us. Um, often New Year's, like, new start. I, mean, I hear, I've heard a lot of people say this at the end of last year, and I know with good reason, but I, a part of me is just chewing my tongue because I'm not, not going to say anything here, but they say, new year, it's going to be a new start. Everything's going to be different next year. I'm thinking, well, I hope so. But in reality, hmm, um, you know, maybe, maybe. Let's, let's hope so, but at the same time, let's be real that actually, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of some of the, the CAP clients that I go to see with Daniel, for instance, or, or people that are just in difficulties. And it's almost like, because the, the number changes on the year, well, I'm now hoping that everything's going to be completely sorted. And actually, in reality, that's not always the case, is it? Um, if we're honest. You know, this coming year, some of us will have great success. Some of us will find great joy uh, and, and move on and, and, and we'll find healing and, and just wonderful things will happen. For others, pretty much things will just plod on and just tick over. And for others, no doubt we will encounter loss, hardship, struggle, pain. And if we're honest, probably quite likely that we'll just experience a mixture of all of those things. Some of the things in our life will just chug on, some of the things will just take it down, some of the things will take it up, and that's just life. 
just because it's 2023 doesn't really make any difference, um, if we're honest. But there is a year ahead of us. And just like the Magi on the journey, there will be this mix of highs and lows. But with the Magi, they had this conviction and this goal that they wanted to see the King of the Jews. Which is a bit of a strange thing that why was that so important to them? I mean, they lived like over there. Why were they, why was this so important to them? I mean, it's like, really doesn't matter. You know, part of me just thinking, if I was one of the friends of the Magi and I'd be like, you're doing what? You're following that to do, do what? Why bother? What's, Jesus, what's the king of the Jews got to do anything to do with us? And a lot of people say and think that in the world today, don't they? It's like, well, what's any of this church stuff? What's any of this religion? What's any of this Jesus stuff? What's it got to do with me? What's it got to do with us? But for some reason, these magi, they really realised it had something to do with them. And I, I wonder whether there's something in us that needs to just hold on to that and realise that actually... In amongst all of this, Jesus has something to do with this. So in the year ahead, let us walk with these magi through the hard times, through the ups and the downs, through the times where we're thinking we're just walking through sand and it's just really hard work, or through the times where we say, look, that is amazing, what a view, and through the times where we're just thinking, I can't carry on. Let's just keep going in the direction that they went, which was following the star to see the king of the Jews, that Jesus was their goal. And so whatever this year holds for us, good, bad, or indifferent, Jesus is the one thing who's guaranteed ahead of us. And so when they reached Jerusalem, their question was, where is the king, where is the one born the king of the Jews that we may worship him? And I wonder whether they might, I mean, we hear that's what they say in Jerusalem, but I wonder whether they'd be stopped off in a few other places and said, um, do you know where the one born the king, it's almost like, where is he? You know, where is, it, where is, where is this one king, born the king of the Jews? We want to worship him. And I think that's a really good question to be asking along our, the year ahead of us. Where is the one born the king of the Jews? Where, where do we find Jesus in the year ahead of us? Where can we go looking for him? I think we can look for him in the faces of the people you're with who are made in his image. I think we can go looking for him when we see acts of grace and mercy around us, whether they're done in the church or outside the church, because grace and mercy is the way of Jesus. I think we can look for him when we experience, when we're with people and when we experience loss and grief, because then we know that we're experiencing the things that he experienced. We can look for him when we gather together as our church family through the bread and the wine, through the spirit and the song, through the, the word, the fellowship, the prayer, the love. We can find Jesus in, in these, these, these times. I think we can look for Jesus when we're challenged with difficult people around us, whether that's in our family or in our office, or in our street, or even in our church. And know that these are the neighbours that Jesus has called us to love. I think we can look for him when we, we see and, and, and yearn for healing and restoration. Because the kingdom of heaven really is near. I think this year 
One thing I can say for certain, Jesus is waiting to be found in so many different places and so many different ways. And so whatever lies ahead of us, whether it's hard, whether it's easy, whether it's joyful, whether it's totally, completely and utterly sad, or whether it's just the same as it was last year and the year before that, Jesus is waiting to be found. And so let us go into the year ahead as the Magi saying, where is the one born King of the Jews that we may worship him? And so I'm going to offer in a moment just a time just to make a decision because I think these, these, um, these wise men, these Magi, they didn't just sort of stumble upon Jesus. They, they made a decision to get looking for him. Um, I was reading, I've been reading a book by a guy called Dallas Willard and he said, the main reasons we've, we fail to be disciples is, because, is only simply because we decide not, we, we don't decide to become a disciple, if that makes sense. So we, we don't just fall into being a disciple of Jesus. We have to make the decision, yes, I'm going to be a disciple, I'm going to follow. And the same way, I'm going to seek Jesus. I'm not going to, it's, it's not going to just happen by accident. Sometimes, it, if I'm honest, sometimes it does, and that's amazing, and it's a gift of grace. But if we choose to make the decision to seek him, as these wise men did, then it becomes a deliberate thing where I think we'll find him a lot more places than we were expecting. So I'm going to offer just a moment in prayer to do that. Um, and then I'm just going to read a little bit from Hebrews, which I think is a, is a great way to, to, to pray for one another which says this. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. I pray that would be true for each of us this year. So let's just take a moment to, to pray and then after that I'm going to invite Keith up to lead us in communion. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we go into this year ahead of us, We make a decision now to look for you. To look for you in places where maybe you were there all the time but we've not seen you before. But open our eyes to see you in places where that are unexpected. Open our eyes to see you in, in places that are familiar to us but we've failed to see you there so far. Open our eyes to see you in miraculous and unexpected ways. Open our eyes to see you and know you as we gather together as church. Lord, we desire to seek you and, and to find the one born the King of the Jews, that we may worship you. And so I pray whatever we all go through this year, the highs, the lows, the mundane, the extraordinary, 
the difficult, the easy. Lord, we seek you, knowing that Jesus, you are the one who is ahead of us and walking with us. Thank you, Lord. Amen.